Yo, 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 what up? Welcome back to another episode of Selena's Underground Podcast. So, did it get hotter in here? Yes, I feel it like did. it got hotter in this room. It's anyway, we walked in with some guests today. What's up? Yeah, you guys are making it fucking warm in here. <laughs> no, dude. I'm trying to call them sexy because <laughs> no. they're hot. <laughs> nah, I think you guys radiate body heat and it's not cool. No, uh, but we're sitting here with, I don't know if we've had them on the show before. Maybe, but we were way too drunk to remember. Um, <laughs> they, they've been on when we recorded at the pub during the shows. Right? Yeah, yeah. Right, so there's that. Like Do those third. count? This is like my no, third right. time, I think. Right? Yeah. So yeah. people are like, I know that voice. Yeah. yeah. Well, for for anybody that doesn't, that voice there, that's Mike Booth, and we're also sitting here with Anthony Tony Tony Tone, our losers Barrera. That's right. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> That was the craziest name. I don't know why he was insisted that we refer to him that way, but... It's all part of the brand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, for those not aware, Mike has been putting on the... Well, we're calling it Bricks and Beer, right? That's, yeah. that's its official name that's now. Bricks name, and yeah. Beer Comedy Night at XL Public House. One year anniversary now. Um, and Tony is just in the shadows like Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, Tony, have you hosted it before? Uh, or have you yeah, just I've, been on the show. I've hosted it twice, and I've been on the show for like a large Most majority of the time. Yeah. yeah, he's done some background stuff too, like filming, and yeah, he's yeah. helped out a lot. He's been filming. We mm, not on this podcast. We can't talk about his <laughs> films on this show. <laughs> <laughs> They're on. Uh, go to Pornhub if you want to see say, his yeah, work. Or uh, links the on underground Grindr. Pornhub too. It's not even the real one. Like, subscribe, comment, <laughs> yeah. share. Links, links on Grinder if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, follow. Yeah, um, but anyway, it, dude, this bricks and beer comedy night. We, that's that's why we're here. We want. I definitely want to talk about that. We'll definitely get into your history and all this because we're gonna have to pick your brains. But I want to talk about this show. That that's what we're here. That's what we're here to promote and talk about. And it's amazing to me, really. There's been a uh, for one year. Every month, there's been a comedy show in Salinas. Mm -hmm. So (laughs) how did the first one start? Where did this all go back to? Man, so, yeah, uh, I remember we were, I think I was on here in October, like after like the first one or the first couple, I think. Oh, shit. And we were, it all started like, you know, back then when James is still um, at the XL um, and, you know, just talking with him. And he was really down to do it. And so we, you know, we put on the first one with some friends from um, some of the other open mics. And, you know, over the course of a year, it's expanded now. And we're booking comedians that perform at like the San Jose Improv, comedians from L.A., comedians from San Francisco. It's just become like this kind of like hub for comedy in Salinas. And you started doing it because you were essentially, again, you you did... You know, when you went to Mike's or whatever, but none of them were locally, right? Because you're from Salinas, you you live here. Yeah, I did for I did for like the first year. I just moved to Marina recently. Get but, out of uh, our show, dude. Uh, Salinas uh, Underground Podcast. Go, go talk to Marina Underground so Podcast, bro. No, go, but go find them. Yeah, I'm actually, you know, I'm from Washington. I moved to Salinas, lived there for about a year. Yeah, hell yeah. And uh, you know, when I moved to to California, like I I decided that I wanted to do comedy. So yeah, I was just hitting mics and then. 
you know, got to know Anthony and the other guys that kind of helped, you know, get the show off the, off the ground. And then it's just been, you know, the people seeing the, the social media and all the promotion and all the pictures of like the basement being packed with people. Yeah. And now these, you know, comics are reaching out to me like weekly from San Jose and stuff, just trying to get on the show. What? Yeah. Cool. It's awesome. Well, and, and you say the guys, and, and when, when you say the guys, I think this will trip people out. There's, there's a group of like, like it's not Salinas, but a Monterey Bay area comedian. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, there's, like you guys, there's are, multiple groups. Like we're kind of like the yeah. South Bay, kind of like if you think of Monterey Fuck. Bay, we're like hey, the, man, the we South. Don't Bay. talk about gangs on here either. If you think about like, Sorry, there's kind of like, uh, there's kind of like two, like in the Monterey Bay, there's like Santa Cruz and Monterey are like the main places where comedy's kind of been happening. Yeah, and then north of that is where everything else is, but. We've kind of come together at the mics in Monterey. There's a few. And we, you know, came together, put on the XL show, and then we've all been starting to go to Santa Cruz and kind of just network. And now it's like the Santa Cruz guys are always asking, you know, San Jose guys are coming down to perform. And I'm kind of – it's nice because it gives us a chance to, like, get into that network and get into that, like – that group of people and get on shows like, you know, we've gotten on some shows up in Santa Cruz. And, yeah, it's, and, uh, it's always a fun time out in Santa Cruz. Mm-hmm. Is that how developed is that comedy? Is that's way more advanced. Oh, there's a show here, every right? night, dude. Yeah, yeah. holy, every guy. Every and night? there's a comedy yeah. club recently that just opened. Um, the guy that was kind of running the scene for a while, DNA, opened a comedy club in Santa Cruz. So now there's like an actual comedy club that has comedians perform. Like they had Eddie Bravo and Sam Tripoli. Uh, there recently and then uh, they've had quite a few other names and they have an open mic too which is nice because you get to go and perform in front of the guy that owns the club you know it's kind of like a it's a chance to you know show you know show him what you got kind of he actually listens to you which is the crazy part Mm -hmm. like he doesn't have to he watches everyone's sets and stuff so he's a really cool guy yeah Yeah. shout out DNA he's awesome Real. And is it also called DNA? What what that place? That's called? His, that, yeah. yeah, it's called DNA's Comedy Lab. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. dude. Yeah, super cool spot. What? It's like the there's an old theater in Santa Cruz, I think. And now it's the Comedy Club. It's like down by Rosie McCann's. Oh, um, yeah. You guys should roll through on a Wednesday. See what's mm-hmm. going on. The comedy scene up there yeah, is Wednesday popping on Wednesday things. nights. Yeah, we all. I almost got on three mics the other night. I hit the yeah. first two, and then the last one we couldn't get on but we were like driving from place to place yeah. trying to do comedy uh, you know? cool. just high off like of comedy tour. and drugs yeah just uh and where do people come from to do those mic i mean obviously from salinas but a lot Marina. of there's a lot of comedians Ooh, in santa cruz and san jose like and then san francisco they guys come down the yeah shit. they yeah. come down for that and it's just kind of like uh and it's cool because like Salinas has now become a spot like on their way down towards the area yeah, it's like the bottom where they of the can map. come and like get some serious oh, work okay. Dude, well, how? Because I was thinking, okay, if it's once a week, would it be oversaturated? Or, if, or, if or how many comedians need to be in the area for, you know, to do a once a week type thing? In Salinas? Yeah. I mean, I would, uh, I would imagine like an open mic in Salinas would be, you know, not just comedy, but like, you know, poetry, music. Oh, that would probably work out oh, really well in yeah. Salinas. But comedy, like a comedy show every week, it's kind of hard putting on a co- one comedy show. So, like, to, for that to be an every week kind of thing would take a whole yeah. lot of time. Like, yeah. And, like, the venue, you have to be pretty dedicated to just blocking out every, you know, if we were doing it every Saturday night at XL, they would have to, you know, like, there's a lot of events that happen and it would be, it wouldn't be as, like, 
you know, as packed as it is, cause it's kind of like the buildup, you know, like we're, like we're talking right now about like the, the show coming up and it's like, you know, all this promotion, everything going into it. And that's what creates that big, you know, packed basement of people. So yeah. I think uh, once a week would kind of take away from like the, you know, overall, like, uh, I don't know, hype, I guess. Yeah. The show. Yeah. The hype train has to, has to get rolling. Yeah. yeah hell yeah. But, well, I mean, what, but what if you're, a young comedian or like, okay, you're like, holy shit, I, I'm from Salinas and I want to try some stuff out. What would you suggest? We would suggest there's you know a great mic to start out at in Monterey on Wednesdays. It's at East Village Coffee Lounge on like, I think it's Pearl Street. Yeah, it's a very friendly crowd. Very, very friendly. Crowd. You get there at six, right at six to get your number. And then that's the order you can sign up in. And then you sign up on you know if you're doing comedy sign up on the open mic side it goes back and forth between poetry and like musicians and comedians so the crowd there isn't really you know they're not really like comedy's not really what they're there for necessarily but if you do well you know you'll get good laughs because you're getting a genuine reaction from the crowd like you know it's not a crowd that's like already ready to laugh so it's kind of a little bit harder but if you can make them laugh i feel like you're onto something so yeah, and usually, like, the green room um, right off to the side of the stage, they're always good for a laugh because they're always listening yeah, as well. Yeah, it's kind of like an L-shape. There's, like, a room here and a room here, and you're doing it, like... In the middle of them. In the middle. What? Yeah, yeah. In the middle of two rooms? Kind of, yeah. There's, like, a yeah. side room, and then there's, like, the main long, like, kind of, like, like, hall where people are at. Yeah. yeah I gotta go to this. We, gotta, mm-hmm. we don't do shit. Yeah, dude. They sell, like, coffee and beer. Yeah, one of these Wednesdays, I'll, I'll text you guys when we're that, coming that's out. That's how there. he's trying to get us to go with the beer, this guy. Yeah. yeah. It's just very subtle. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or tomorrow night, if you guys are busy in Santa Cruz, Potent Patriot, there's a, a mic at uh, at 8 p.m. Tomorrow? Yeah. Monday? It's just oh, beer and wine. Yeah. He's planning on getting drunk somewhere. We're there's, a big, uh, <laughs> there's a big comedy open mic. You could sit and watch, like, talent from all around the area. Like, guys stop in. Like, there's times where San Francisco guys stop in and I get bumped. Uh, and they do like a half hour or something. It doesn't happen too much, but like people, big names will come down and do that mic because it's like a popular mic for Bay Area guys. Good place to get some work in. Yeah. What the fuck. And it's a room full of comedians. So if you can make those motherfuckers laugh, <laughs> good lord. <laughs> yeah. Right. Because yeah, someone comes down from San Francisco and they see you and you're like, and they're like, dude, you're pretty funny. You should come to this place or some shit. That's yeah. That's Look, that's happened. Man. And San Francisco's a pretty. Happening comedy scene right now, or a pretty good mm-hmm. spot for comedy yeah. right around I hate the country. traffic in San Francisco, but they got some good spots. That's kind of like sure. where everybody like funnels into getting on, or those spots in San Francisco, like Cobb's Punchline, and then you have like uh, the San Jose Improv, and then um, you know Rooster Tea Feathers, and then there's the Sacramento. Sacramento's another big comedy area. What? Like, yeah. What are you gonna do? Sacramento, right San Francisco. That? Like I've met a couple guys up in that area that also do like Stockton stuff. And they've invited what? Me. They've invited me yeah. out. Stockton. To do, oh fuck. They've invited that. me to do comedy in Stockton. A, dude, for real. They I've say never been to Stockton. They're before. telling us it's popping over there. Big, yeah. I mean, it's a big. It's a pretty big city. Yeah. It's a big ass Salinas. That's why I'm all like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> we got to be better than Stockton. Come on. No disrespect to Stockton and your port. <laughs> your port. Enjoy your rice fucking shipment. Um, <laughs> but anyway, dude, you guys do a podcast. We actually we have that up there on the board. I want to bring that up as well, right? Yeah, we are you two both yeah, on there? We're both. Say, yeah, us and then um another comedian named Cameron Barry. 
Um, Who's been on the shows before? Yeah, yeah. he was on an episode of of Salinas. He came on at the end with me at was the it? at the bar when we did it. We interviewed last show. like five people one time, and I was very not sober. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, I was like, was I racist? No, he, was we I do racist? it at his house, and he has like the majority of the equipment, and um, he's been a driving force with that podcast. But Anthony and I have, and Anthony also was a kind of a driving force. I came on after they had started recording a couple of episodes and kind of got on there and started recording with them too. But, and there's another guy named Sebastian McCabe. It's also, he's like our uh, technical audio uh, sound guy. guy. And so we, uh, we've been, been doing, you know, it's kind of like a cowboy rowdy. It's like, right? it's it's like a comedy a podcast. Cowboy yeah. rowdy yeah. podcast. So it's a comedy podcast. Yeah. yeah. The whole point is to make you laugh. Oh, mm-hmm. hell yeah. Yeah. So you, so by that, like, do you guys just, Tell stories about your lives, or is it like jokes that you're working um, on? It's a segmented show, so oh, like, hell we kind of yeah. write segments. Oh, yeah, right. like all, every episode is like written out, and like we don't know what we're gonna say per se, but like oh. we know the next point we're gonna jump to after. Right? Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. We Dude. have some segments where it's like um, we like kind of debate like you know certain topics, or we'll like. Do like we one of my favorite um, segments is thirty second pitch. Thirty second pitch. Yeah. Uh, you have thirty seconds to pitch your best idea for a certain topic. So like we did anime and uh, you know, you had to pitch an anime in 30 seconds and uh, the stuff we came up with was pretty, yeah, it was pretty ridiculous. It was funny it was though. <laughs> I think I got bleeped that episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it's fun though. I think we have like, was it 23? Yeah. We have 23 now? recorded. You guys put them all up online already. Yeah, yeah. We're just on Spotify right now. We're Spotify, trying to, okay. we're yeah. trying to get on iTunes and all that shit too. Um, it's just been, you know, we've been just slowly getting like a grip of like what, what that all entails yeah. and what finding our groove is. and like, mm-hmm. groove you know. is in the heart. Yeah. The heart, dude, that song is so good. <laughs> I love that song. <laughs> Fucking delight, dude. Hell yeah. Hey, just found out you're gay. <laughs> no, D-Light's That's awesome. how we figured it out right now. That was my test. We, we, we do that for profiling purposes. <laughs> oh, man. Wasn't that Ricky Bobby? Yeah. We have that song on there for profiling purposes. That's so funny. Uh, we've had some we've had some other comedians on from the show. I uh, have some guests on there. And uh, hopefully, um, you know, this end of this month when we have the one-year show, uh, Malcolm Hatchett, we're going to try to get him on the, the podcast as well. Oh, hell yeah. And, you know, he'll also be performing at, uh, at XL. Has he done it before? Yeah, he did it in June. Um, I... It was crazy. I just messaged him on Instagram. For you guys that don't know, Malcolm Hatchett's a comedian from L.A. He's been on a show called Kill Tony, which is like a really great podcast that's done at the Comedy Store with Tony Hinchcliffe and Brian Redman. And uh, they do like an open mic podcast. So yeah. it's like they... Yeah, again, it's it's it's, cool, it's, it's cool awesome. Show. Yeah. yeah, really funny show. And then uh, he was the regular on there for a while. And I ended up hitting him up and he came up and did the show in Salinas, which is like, he's like the first kind of like bigger name we were able to book. And uh, he's also in a video game now with uh, the guys from that produce Rick and Morty. For real? Yeah. That's cool. It's called like Trover or something or Trover... Runs the unit, something like that. I don't know, but he's the voice of the. <laughs> he's the voice of the character sick, in the video game. Yeah, I thought that was sick. But yeah, he's coming back to headline the the one year anniversary of Bricks and Beer Comedy Night. Yeah, so he had must have had a good time. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, the he checks actually, cleared, right? He was reached, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he reached out again to come back. You know, we were gonna. I was gonna ask him, but he asked first, so Sorry, he definitely well, had a great time. He fucking lit that room on fire when mm-hmm. he yeah. went up, dude. Like, oh yeah, crazy. dude, it was. That's when I was recording, I think. 
Yeah, that's when I that was Maybe, definitely yeah, upstairs. Yeah, 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 we, were, yeah. Definitely yeah we had a couple people on the round that. table. Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, I guess what? I'm not recording that one. <laughs> right now. Guess, guess who's not available that fucking day? That's funny. I want to see him, dude. I Yeah, because I looked him up when you mentioned that he was going to be on. I looked him up. And because, again, I, I've listened to Kill Tony. I'm familiar with the show. Fucking love it. Again, you should. Yeah, he's hilarious. It. Yeah, check him out. And um, so, yeah, so I was excited, but work, bro. Work came up. But uh, so, yeah, I'm excited to see him again. That's September 28th. Yeah. 9 p.m. $85 ticket, right? <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> tickets are you free, could, man. You could uh, drop the money off here. Yeah, tickets are free. We just suggest donations. And I have, uh, I do. What do you guys have, like a tip jar up front? We do or a tip just jar. A shady and then dude with a jacket. I also do like an Eventbrite. And then oh, hell yeah. I just, try, you know, you can donate through the Eventbrite as well. And, you know, all that money goes towards the comics. You know, driving all the way from L.A. and San yeah, Francisco, that, and that's it comes to pay those guys and uh, and to you know we're trying to reinvest into our own, our production quality. Like we've been able to buy our own sound equipment. We bought all those spotlights we have. You know, oh have, shit, damn, yeah, yeah like the Christmas lights in the background, like just everything we have for the show, like all the Instagram ads, like it's just you know all that money goes right back into the show. So. You know, feel free to donate on Eventbrite and, and at the show as well. Yeah, reach into your hearts and then uh, reach into your pockets. Yeah. <laughs> bring cash, man. Bring cash. Yeah. And hey, get a square or something because people like me are going to be, ah, oh, dude, I only carry my ATM, man. I don't have <laughs> oh, cash. we got you, bro. Like, oh, exactly. we got that. Eventbrite has those. I was thinking about getting a couple just to be like, are you Hell trying yeah. to donate, bro? You can swipe right now. I'm just having shit plugged into my phone. What's up? You got Apple Pay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tap. <laughs> well, so what's next for you two? And, uh, uh, and not in, you know, because obviously you guys are doing your own stuff. You know, you're, you don't, is it still just going to open mics or are, are you oh, um, going to more? We're actively trying to get booked on like clubs. Yeah. I got a show in Sunnyvale on the 18th. Nice. Yeah, I'm in the same spot on the 4th. Yeah. Uh, September? Roost, yeah, Rooster yeah. Tea Feathers Comedy Club yeah, in Sunnyvale. Yeah, super cool spot. Rooster they have a, yeah, they yeah. have a new they have a new talent showcase and um you just email in and then they'll they'll book hey you. Hey man, it. don't make it fuck you just email it. You made it seem like no, your fucking talent got you there, goddamn. <laughs> yeah. No, but <laughs> I've, I've been getting jokes. it's been nice though because I've actually started to get booked on shows in like Santa Cruz and uh and you know the Monterey scene's opening up and we're expanding, trying to get some more shows going in Monterey and Pacific Grove. And really just like you know, kind of create it for ourselves. Like there's, there's just a big funnel, um, for every other place, you know, every other venue that you want to get on, there's a big line, you know, if people are trying to get booked and you kind of just have to really network yourself and also just, you know, if you can create it, you yeah, know, make your own opportunity. Yeah. Like sometimes. we, yeah. you know, like the basement at XL was empty. Like, and it was, you know, there's other events happening there. There was like the speakeasy and the music and all the other stuff happening. You know, we just went there and asked him, and all of a sudden we turned it into like once a month. That shit is packed full of people, man. Hell yeah, watching comedy. Watching comedy, yeah. yeah. And it wasn't there before. And so, like, things like that, like seeing that be a reality is definitely inspired. Yeah, there's definitely like a a need that needed to be filled there. And uh, we came in and just, hey, you guys want to laugh a little bit? Yeah. Yeah, come through. Yeah, and people, you know, people come back. We have like a bunch of returning guys that. You know, it's always nice to see them because they're they're like real fans. You know, yeah. they like they like this thing. It's cool. It gets them out of the house on a Saturday night, hanging out at the bar and like having a laugh. And um, you know, it, you know, freaking Gabriel, man, like Gabriel came to the first show, 
and was just an audience member and like asked Anthony, reached out to Anthony about possibly hosting it. And then, you know, he, you know, I was like, you know, to just do a set and then he did a set and became one of the groups. Now he's on to Chicago and he's like doing like 10 mics a week and he's just doing some crazy shit and he's just going hard in comedy. And it's, it's cool to see that. Cause it's just, you know, like it just took him reaching out and like being funny on stage. Like I tell everybody that asks me, you know, there's a lot of people after the show that are always like, it was so cool, man. How can I become part of it? And I always tell them like there's open mics. I tell them exactly where the open mics are, what time to show up. <laughs> You're like, get fam- a little famous first. And then I'm like, well, you got to do it. You got to yeah, yeah, you you do your craft it. before yeah. you can do any real Especially work, since you know? we're hyping it all month. I can't mm-hmm. hype it all month and put somebody up that's never been on of stage course. before. And it just know? lays an egg. It's and just, yeah. Shits the room yeah. Up. Like, like anybody that does comedy knows that it's hard to get that energy back once somebody kind of just like torpedoes, torpedoes the room. You're like, <laughs> fuck. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's fucking great energy in that room, dude. It's, it's nuts. Dude, it's, it's like designed for, it has the brick, you know? So yeah. it seems like mm-hmm. it's fucking designed for it. And, and again, that's like the focal point of the room too. You know, the way we like, we like do it like a kind of a horseshoe with the chairs, you know, everything's like centered on like the brick wall and everybody's looking at it and you know, that's their main focus. And so it's, you know, it's the. It's the fucking breaks and beer comedy night, man. It's Tell you what, dude, comedy <laughs> has like fundamentally changed people around me. Like I've seen it; it's crazy. Like with Gabe, he was like, well, he was. I'm sure he wasn't going to go to Chicago to do comedy before he started doing comedy. No, not even at all. And like that's now is like one of his exclusive goals out in Chicago. Yeah, that's fucking cool, you know. Mm-hmm. And that and that's an outlet that wouldn't have been available before this. Yeah, like I was trying to be a filmmaker before I started doing comedy. And now I'm making films while I'm doing comedy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's fun, man. Dude, hell, what the hell was I? Dude, the, I, I know. I love the basement. I love the fucking basement. I can't believe it, it's been a year. I can't believe people are coming up from fucking Los Angeles. It, it, mm-hmm. It's fucking mind-blowing. It's, it's mind-blowing. And it, it's been cool to see that fucking growth. Yeah, like a lot of the, you know, I've heard like four or five people now say it's the best bar show in Monterey County. Yee, challenge everybody. So, challenge, that? motherfuckers. Like, motherfuckers. Um, yeah. To, to hear that from people, like some people are like, you know, they're like, like Joe last night when he got off stage, he goes, you know, because I do comedy all over the Bay and this is one of the best venues like that he at. He, he likes coming here and, you know, like he wants to go there and perform. Like, so, you know, to have somebody that is a host at the improv, does Cobbs, does all the clubs and is like, a, he's kind of just like blossoming in the scene. To have him say that at the end of the night last night was like really fucking cool. Like it just goes to show that, you know, being consistent, you know, always having, we always have it set up. Everything's ready to go. Um, you know, the comedians just, we go, we do it, you know, handle it like pretty professionally. Like everybody has like an intro song, stuff like that. It's, you know, it makes a difference, man. It just like elevates the, elevates the brand. Fuck. Yeah. Dude, well, I want to talk now about more of the comedy side because I'm 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 so curious about this because I fucking love comedy and listening to it and all that, but the whole constructing a joke is still so fucking foreign to me. And I've brought this up. I know I brought this up on the show before, but like, how the heck can you walk me through? Well, at least both I mean, of you I must have the, a different process. Yeah, I think the process is different for but every I, comedian. Yeah. As far as me. What's your personal process? Um, yeah. it's It really depends on the type of energy that I'm trying to go up on stage with. If, like, I'm trying to be up there and be loud and super energetic, that's going to be a different joke than if I'm up there and I'm, like, 
calculated and like super technical with it, you know? Uh, I'll be a little bit quieter, a little bit more reserved. So you're listening to my words instead of just looking at me. So like, say I want to go up there and really just like, I'm opening up. I want to do a good joke. I'm going to go up there and talk about something that's a shocking and be funny, like really funny. Cause you have to cover up the fact that it's shocking with the fact that it's super funny. So, I mean, you can make comparisons. Like I opened the show last night, uh, with some like religious talk. So because it's religious, you have to make some comparisons that aren't religious but are super exaggerated, and that's where the humor comes yeah. from. So, like, I have a joke. Uh, uh, Michael Jordan has been called Jesus Christ on the basketball court. I think this is dumb, mainly because uh, Jesus Christ is listed at five foot five. Michael Jordan would fucking dominate him in a game of basketball. <laughs> so you see the comparison, yeah. you know, Michael Jordan playing Jesus Christ on the basketball court. It paints a picture and it's like, fuck, he really would just dominate this man. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, great joke, by the way. <laughs> like, <laughs> but again, how how did that come about? Were you just walking around and you were like, aha, someone compared Jordan to Jesus or did you see something? Yeah, no, I saw and it on first. Do- I saw it on like uh, first take. And uh, I think it was Stephen A. that said it. He's like, you know, Michael Jordan is Jesus Christ on the basketball court. Heard that sentence and was like, all right, I'm about to fuck it up. Like, <laughs> And so you write something down or do you just like remember like, okay, next time I'm in front of a microphone. Oh, no, no. I write yeah. it down. Like most of my stuff yeah. is written down. So like I'll know within the first few seconds if the joke is going to work or not. You kind of look like a crazy person sometimes like in public. You'll be walking around and you'll be like. Like you'll just hear something or see something somebody does. You're like, oh shit! And you fucking grab your phone. And you're just like typing and like singing yeah, and your breath. It's good like, you know, material uh, is everywhere around you. Yeah. yeah. Like, like I the other day I was at a I was at a Froyo place, and I like oh, the thing. fucking this place. 2014. Yeah, I was over at BJ's. You know that place right next to it. Like you can get the Froyo um, over on. Maine or whatever. Yeah, yeah. The mall, mm-hmm. to, Where all yeah. the food is now. Yeah, yeah. frozen guys are yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I go in there, man. I do it up, you know, all like all by myself. I get the, you know, I get what I like. I put it all on there. Fucking slap that. What do you shit. like? What do you put it on? You're being very vague. Um, <laughs> I bet so it's I, weird shit. No, I go, I go pretty like. This motherfuckers got soy sauce. No, on there. Yeah. they had a, uh, yeah, they had like a the Oreo sushi place. They had like an Oreo flavor one, so I got the Oreo, and then I threw some like. Just like more Oreos and more like cookies and dough. What? Type shit on You're really loading it's up on the bread there, huh? No. Yeah, I like cookies. This guy just wanted so. a cookie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But anyway, I slapped that shit down on the scale, and as I'm ringing out, it says, like, do you want a tip? You did all the work yourself? Yeah. Oh. Like, I just went through and made the whole thing myself. Like, who am I tipping? <laughs> the <cashier laughs> You know, like... <laughs> But it's just, yeah, yeah, but it's like... Maybe they would have gave you two bucks. That gave me an idea. <laughs> yeah. Discount, bro. That gave me an idea, you know? Like, there's just something there's something weird about that. So, like, that's like, it just kind of, like, sparked in my head, and I wrote it down, and then I just looked at that, that like, phrase, like, why are we tipping out of self-serve? And then, you know, through then I was able to add, like, I added this whole bit about, you know, if we're tipping out self-serve, we better be tipping at McDonald's because, like, those people, like, really need it, you know? And then just and then that idea led to something else. And so like just kind of like, it's almost like what is that Mad Libs where you just write like a sentence in and yeah. everything and it creates something. Adam, yeah, it's kind of like that, but you're just like um, writing a phrase and then like you just kind of ponder that phrase for a while and then stuff comes out of that and then something else comes out of that and pretty soon you have like this this bit that all relates to each other and it's like you know a minute or a minute and a half worth of time on stage. 
and it's just like a full like polished like you don't you're not like saying anything else but like the main chunks of it yeah I mean, i'll tell you what when we first started uh, doing these shows i used to think fuck i have to come up with 10 minutes every month now and yeah. uh like at first it was easier said than done because like there's an insecurity every time you go up with a new joke because you're still wondering if it'll work and sometimes it doesn't yeah and sometimes it takes you a few tries to like figure out why it's not working and like if you constrain that in a month considering you you have like maybe two three mics a week like, you know, every mic is precious now, but nowadays it's like, oh, I only get to do 10 minutes up there. <laughs> Wait. I'm, I'm so sorry. I was <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, we probably shouldn't be vaping so much, bro. No. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here trying to concentrate. No, um, but yeah, like he's saying at the beginning, you know, thinking of 10, oh, 10 I, more I, 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 I was totally... Zones. So I was trying to. So now it's like, oh, you only got ten minutes. You can do. Yeah, because like you get better at like constructing yeah. jokes and like, you know. That's how much time we give every comic, mm -hmm. and so, you know, if you're a comic that's on that show month after month after month, you don't want to be telling the same, same shit every yeah, show hell yeah. Because if people are coming back and coming back, it's like ah, oh, he's just telling well, like this guy. They he's know got the this joke set. now. Yeah. They know the setup. That's not like you're doing surprising the to them. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's like the, that was one of the challenges in the beginning was just getting nervous, you know, and then not, you know, not like feeling like you don't have enough material. You don't have enough confident material to go on stage with. Yeah. But now I guess I've kind of, you know, kind of gotten over that and realized like, you know, like you can just add on to something each time and it, you can tell the same joke. As long as you're, you can bring it up in a different way. You can try a new angle on it, a new take. Try to make it. It's better. still the same thing, yeah. And you'll still surprise those people that have heard it before because it, it's not the same, and it might be even better than the time before. So they might be like, "Oh, I heard that, but that way he told it this time. I liked it more." So, and you know, that's something that you know, if they do like it better, then now you're gonna start telling it that way instead, and then it becomes something different. It's kind of weird. It's like, a, like you hear a song live versus hearing a song on an album when they play the song live, they do some like, you know, certain bands will do some like little like nuance or sing it lit differently or, yeah. and it sounds different, but it, you know that song in your head still. I think it's like a similar thing for comedy. Dude, I have like a fucking recorded VHS tapes of uh, Galavision used to do Que Locos. They used to have stand up on, on TV and Felipe Esparza, who is still doing comedy. There's a joke that, particular joke that he had there that I and I saw him at the Fox and mm -hmm. he did a version of that same joke and it was so cool because I mean this is like fucking 18 years later mm -hmm. and he's still telling it's not the same joke you know it, it's it was definitely had you know I knew what it was but it was just it was so cool to, like holy shit that thing is like literally 18 years old like yeah. it's, <laughs> it's still it's, funny it's, it's, it's funny. Yeah. Yeah. exactly and it still caught me off guard and it was still hilarious, and it because it wasn't the exact same thing mm -hmm. I had heard all those years. Well, I'm sure back. It, it like it was really exciting to like hear that live when you've heard that on like a VHS. You know, like you're like, yeah. oh shit, like it makes See that it connection. The flesh. And you're like, yeah. Well, and that's also why, again, like I'm loving that Salinas is kind of getting a scene because I'm sure, like if you go to Santa Cruz you'll get a, a really big, kind of nationally known name. I'm sure every once in a while. Was just trying out some stuff, you know, just wants yeah. to see a completely different crowd or something. Mm -hmm. And 
I I fucking love that. I, I love that. Who the, oh, it's Tom Segura. I, Tom Segura, I, I saw one time at, at improv, and he was just working on his hour. He wasn't, you know, because sometimes you go to the improv and they just do the, the, the hour, you know, the special that they release. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're just touring on it. But sometimes, you know, they, they won't even be the, the headliner. They'll just be there. And they're working on some stuff. You know, they'll pull out their phone and they're reading off their phone. And it's just like... It's not the best, honestly, as 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 an audience member, but then to see like a year later, like the finished the, product, yeah, it's yeah. so fucking yeah. cool. Well, I don't think people take that in consideration when they see specials online or on Netflix. Like, there's work that goes into everyone. Yeah, of those like jokes. they don't think about the fact that most of those guys do that hour like 140 times oh, before yeah. they do the special that you see on Netflix, and it makes they make it look like. Easy, you know. So every, I think it that's like a, a really big misperception. So yeah, like, when it comes well, and to comedy, there's like three nights that they record the exact same thing and then they edit it all into a one-hour deal. You know, they're all wearing the yeah, same. Yeah, they need yeah. the best yeah. parts of like. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. So like, so it's going on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, exactly. They they're paying a lot of money for that. Yeah, but yeah, that's why I love comedy shows. That's why I love comedy clubs. Is it, it's real, you know, I guess, quote unquote, you know, I guess that gatekeeping or whatever to all the fucking social justice people out there. But uh, <laughs> but that's like raw comedy, you know, and it's not always funny. You could literally go see Dave Chappelle and not laugh. Yeah. And and it's because he's working thing, on something thing, you know? or, or it's his, he's just trying out. A, it's, you know, you could go back a month later and he could do the same joke and it would fucking make you fall off your yeah. chair. You know, it, it all it's all a process and, mm-hmm. and it's interesting. And personally, I love seeing that, you know, the rawness. Yeah. There's, a, it's funny. There's a recording I have of a joke I told at the beginning of the month that it doesn't get, it gets like one or two laughs. <laughs> I told it last night at the show over at XL and like I had the whole room laughing with it. Oh and yeah. So is it that recorded or is this just your words? No, that's recorded. The honor system. <laughs> you know, I can, it's, it's something that I think about, like maybe wanting to make some content where it's like, I play the recording of the first joke and you're like, oh, it's a bomb. But then I play the recording of it again and you can like hear the progression and see like where the funny is in it and how like how people like will catch on to it and how like the timing and stuff. And I was just in the beginning, I just didn't know where the the timing was or where the funny part was. And that's like, you know, Dave Chappelle when he's trying that stuff, yeah. same thing, doesn't know where the funny is. So he's just, it's weird, man. It's like with music, you can sit at home by yourself in your room practicing the song getting it down perfect and then take it out to like a show or something and play it and everybody's like holy shit yeah with comedy you can't really do that at home by yourself you can you can write it you can practice it in the mirror but your practice is in front of crowds yeah like that's where you're you're, you're getting you, it it's like you the gotta only, say it on the mic yeah it's yeah, like, like one of the only you know. things where it's like you have to just go bomb before you can be like and bombing good. sucks. I remember the first time <laughs> yeah, I bombed, I thought I was all right. I was like, it's fine. You know, it was bound to happen, I guess. I started getting drunk. I end up uh, at home with a bottle of Evan Williams whiskey watching reruns of Survivor crying and like just. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I got real dark. Just like in my hard, underwear. Bro, just like, say, I don't, I don't, I don't go that hard. Get me. Yeah. <laughs> that was fucking hilarious. I don't go that Dang hard. I, might yeah, just I was get fucking heartbroken the, the first time you know? I bombed. 
Like, yeah, they just don't care. <laughs> How long did it take you to recover? Be like, fuck it, I'm I was, some I was more good shit. to go the next day. The bottle was empty, and I was like, all right, let's fucking try again. <laughs> fucking idiots, I'll show them. Mm-hmm. I ain't scared of you, motherfuckers. You're gonna laugh at <laughs> Mac, dude. Ready, Mac. <laughs> fuck yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that fucking skit. That, I ain't scared of you, motherfuckers. <laughs> That shit's awesome. So that was a rough night for you last night then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for showing up. Fuck, I, I did get really drunk, though. Yeah, he was slamming beers in front of the audience yeah. trying to get him to buy fucking Sierra Nevada. Hopefully it worked. Did you have that whole Buffalo thing again? Or? Uh, you to I didn't even wait for anyone to say Buffalo. I was just like, slamming this beer. He just heard it in the distance. Yeah. I was like, all right. I felt it in the wind. You That's know? what I was just saying. <laughs> Oh, Felt shit. the buffalo in the wind. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh. dude! So this cowboy rowdy podcast—I still want to go back to this because I'm, I'm fucking—I'm excited. There's more people doing podcasts in this area. Um, work, work. Oh, Spotify. You said right? Yeah. yeah. Spotify, Spotify. And how long are the episodes? Uh, usually between thirty-three to thirty-seven minutes long. Sometimes Jesus, we go very exact times. Thirty-three <laughs> to thirty. I was gonna say thirty-seven oh two. We know something about we've the run algorithm, like though. I think the longest episode we ran is like forty-five. It's normally between like thirty and I'll say thirty and forty-five. Yeah. Do you have one guy like leading the whole charge of like all right next segment or now? Uh, next segment? Well, you know, mostly like we have four people there on on there usually. Uh, everyone usually gets their like own segment to lead into. Oh, that way it's all inclusive. Very democratic of you. Very yeah. Good. Well, I mean, most most people are just like Brent leading in the segments that they wrote or like they came up with, and so like they're the best person you know to lead into it because they're the ones who brought the idea yeah. to the table. Oh, okay. It's a lot yeah. of planning. Usually, mm-hmm. I just talk over Cujo for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> That's no, how we roll over here. Yeah, it's and it's cool too because then that person kind of moderates that segment. You know, they like kind of like wrote people in to talk about certain points, kind of like a host almost for each segment. So yeah. it's, it's almost like, you know, we're passing the ball around during <laughs> the, during the podcast, but it's really fun, man. Like, um, we have, we kind of bank quite a few episodes and then just release them like twice a week. So that twice we, a week. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Damn. We do right. like uh, the weekend in the middle of the week. We've been pretty consistent about it too, which is super cool. Yeah, hell yeah, people love that consistency. That shit sucks when you're you get into a podcast and then they don't do shit for like three months. Yeah, and mm-hmm. like, what, what the, the fuck? fuck? I like yeah. this shit, dude. Yeah, it was free, but I'm not paying nothing anymore. <laughs> and like, uh, we've kind of gathered like this collective, you know, energy in the room and. The more we do it, you know, the more comfortable we get with each other. And like in the beginning, we were kind of like feel like figuring some of that out. Like, you know, where are the jokes going to be? Kind of like there's been some like Anthony and I talk a bunch of shit with yeah, each other. We, on the we have to play a basketball game and record it just so yeah. the world can see me school this man. <laughs> see, <laughs> is that the joke? He's well, he's, yeah, he's trying he's trying to get me all riled up right now because <laughs> he, he knows he ain't shit. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I will just dominate. I got the handles, dude. It's all good. Physically and mentally, we'll destroy this man. We'll be talking (laughs) shit while I school this man. You know what I'm saying? We've just been talking a big game, but we have to. It's for the, yeah. We also have to have like like a Mario Kart game that I have to fuck him up at, too. Like, this fool right here. You know what I'm saying? Round one, homie. 
Like we were we were doing so well, dude. You just had to bring that shit up. We're having a good ass time here with fucking Austin Cujo, and you gotta bring that shit up. We're going to. We're gonna probably make some content. Yeah, yeah. People don't want to hear you. I want it on video so that I can just bring it up in every every day. Like, hey, look, I just fucked you up right there. Like, hey, shut the fuck up. Yeah, just have it on video. You can't talk shit anymore. Put it on the soundboard. So who's the best video? You guys both play video games. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, I fucks it up in the video games, dude. What? Okay, nerds, nerd talk. Oh yeah, dude, get time. high, get drunk, what's play the, some video games. What's the what's your game right now? Uh, fuck, I haven't gamed in a minute though. I'm sorry. I've been doing Just comedy and fucking talk, podcasting. I'll talk over here. Yeah. I'll fuck you up in any Call of Duty game. I'll fuck I'm you up good. in two K and like fucking Madden. You can be me a Pac Man. I'm terrible at video games. Dude, I love. Um, I love playing. Like, I haven't played in a couple months, but I was really into Overwatch, and. uh and like uh, those kind of games like League of Legends and fucking like role playing uh, games like, yeah like MOBAs like yeah you're like a character that has like four abilities and then you're on a map with everybody else and it's just like a team based like capture the did you guys ever fuck with the Clash of Clans oh yeah the oh, mobile yeah. game no I had, a, I had a dedicated tablet in college. I worked in. What the fuck? Yeah, damn. Yeah. That was I, this fucking, my work tablet. This I was in a. Famous. I was in a clan with like fifty people, and then we would have like wars. Yeah. And uh, we would. My buddies and I would like. We had Apple TV, so we'd like airplay the the war up on there and my friends would be like pointing out like where to attack and shit while I was yeah, like people were playing the shit on their phones we got really into it bro like that is really extreme. into it bro all the girls are outside like what the fuck yeah I can't believe doing? I just I can't believe I just we told people fuck. I did that yeah <laughs> we're in college yeah. we're horny and you're like my fucking clan is in war right now my clan needs me yeah, yeah. I'm a level 37 mage they don't have anything else like me yeah, I could never get into those kinds of games myself. Nah, those are fucking fun. I can't dump like eight fun. hours into some shit like that. It's like, fuck. I kind of miss playing Magic the Gathering. I used to, I will fuck you up in Magic no, the Gathering, you dude. Will not. I have over 500 cards. <laughs> I will fuck you up. Digital. I, mean, I, don't, I don't have my decks anymore, but like, you I'll get, give you give cards. Give me a deck dude. and I will fuck I'll give you, you right I'll up. let you pick your deck, dude. <laughs> That's I'm, funny, bro. Can, That's way too hardcore. Do for me, bro. Yeah. Not- <laughs> uh, magic is yeah, like- nerds so talk just shit like too. Games, right? Games and huh? any- yeah, just any kind of medium where I can just dominate someone mentally. That's kind of my shit. Did you ever play Dungeons and Dragons? No, but I was actually in a theater production uh, based on that game. What? Yeah, for two by four at the Western Stage. It was, was it called, called She Kills Monsters. <laughs> it was like this girl who gets lost in the world of Dungeons and Dragons, and I played uh, the king of the underworld, uh, Orcus. Nice. Or one of the monsters. Yeah, and I was fucking like this totally lazy, like fucking fuck up, only watches TV, you know, in his pajamas. So, so I really played, wasn't acting at I was all. Say, so you played yourself, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you wrote this autobiography? Yeah. Yeah, no, it was a super cool. A memoir. Dude. I am the underworld. She yeah. kills monsters. A memoir. I made it through that entire show without playing Dungeons and Dragons once. Nice. I waited till afterwards to play. Nice. How it seems cool. It, it seems is super cool, dude. There's a bunch of different like types. Like, like oh man, it's super cool. You should definitely get into it if you have like four hours to just put into something. I found a YouTube video. I was like, oh, this is an intro. Of the basics. It was 45 minutes. Yeah, I say, sounds yeah, about right. I'm watch porn. <laughs> <laughs> Three like minutes later, minutes. I was asleep. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> 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 that shit's funny, man. Oh, it's like, way better than. That. Fucking intro video. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you that. Much. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Oh, that's that's fucking funny. Oh, man. Uh, true story. Um, 
yeah, so I also had a rough night last night as well. Uh, as, did you get, as did you. Now, um, <laughs> so dude, last night was another show. Did you, both of you go up last night? Yeah, yeah he hosted, and then uh, I I performed. I think I went up like fourth or fifth. I think. Yeah, you went up uh, fourth. Fourth, yeah. yeah. Does it matter like nine. if there's not a head like a re- like a legit headliner again, like a Malcolm coming up or something? Does the does the lineup matter? No, I, random I put it together kind of like the day before. Molly's like, oh, and I a just a lot of women headlines. I try to like, yeah. <laughs> no, I try to just like shuffle people. Like I try to like, I write everybody na- everybody's name down, and then I just kind of start putting a number next to their name, just kind of like coming up with like you know whose energy matches who. Like this person didn't like, respond to the my text. ebb and flows. Like I try to like match somebody with low energy, put somebody high energy after them. Try and like just you know have a good like. Also, like the styles of, the of comedy they have, it's important for a booker to like. You know, know the acts coming in so that, like, if someone you know is someone's going to do, like, some shocking shit, you can plan around them. Yeah, because it could take the route potentially. Like, um, there's just, there's a lot of different, you know, a lot of different people out there. And, like, I, that's one thing I've been having to figure out, like, what is good comedy for this, the XL public house, you know, because I've had a few people really funny out up north and then I bring them down here and I just don't vibe with the people of Salinas. So it's like a... You know, there's multiple angles I think that go into like making a set list, but well, that's why I love that there's um, again shows here because I think it is such a unique audience. You know, it's it's mm-hmm. a kind of young Latino, really, and but young, I guess, is the is the is the big part of it. And so I'm like, dude, it, it's a cool way to work, even if it doesn't work. You know, if a joke doesn't work here, when when you go back to wherever your home base is, you can be like, hmm, I can add something or take away from something and maybe not completely change the joke, but make it better. Yeah. You know? And and so I was always like, dude, this would be a perfect place for comedians to stop over and try stuff. You know, the, again, th- that is, is so huge. <coughs> and I, that must... That must be weird for people that don't understand, you know, that they just see a big name and they buy a ticket and they're like the comedians working on something and they're like, oh, fuck. But I love that again, Salinas now is that place and hopefully it, it continues to grow. I, I, I think it will. It's been a fucking year, dude. Did you think yeah. it was going to go a year when fuck, you asked him that dude. first time? No, man. I mean, I didn't know what the fuck was going to happen. Yeah. Were you both of you were there the first time? Yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, you know when when the XL was transitioning into new owners, dude. Yeah, that I as kinda, well. You guys survived. I, yeah, I was worried about that, but yeah. you know, like they were pretty cool and they've kept it the same, like everything the same as far oh, yeah. as like just. It was a super it, like. Easy well, I mean, they put the giant Jenga there, making noise. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, but, still haven't played the Jenga yet. I kind of want to. Hey, yeah. but that's a cool like drinking game for downstairs. But like, all right, everybody, you hear the Jenga? Everybody takes a drink. That's funny. And yeah. Then, uh, Every time the Jenga drop, you have to take a drink. That'd yeah. be funny, bro. Yeah. That's like, right. We're all part of this camaraderie shit here. Yeah. That. We're all homies. <laughs> and then next thing you know, like, hi, you idiots bought more beer. Yeah. Marketing. No, I think, uh, <laughs> I think, you know, the expansion of the XL has led to some other things like, um, like El Gordo Mamon is doing an all Spanish show there too. Yeah. Now. And so, you know, he's been able to, you know, get in there and like, have something that's a little different, but also something that, you know, the Salinas crowd would definitely like and appreciate. So that's cool too. Um, and yeah, it's yeah, been dude, awesome. an all Spanish comedy show, man. And yeah, big shout out to Gordo Mamon. That dude 
The dude works hard. Dude's all over the place. Yeah, he works. Yeah, a lot on Instagram. He's uh, always putting up clips. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I was in one of them. Nice. <laughs> That's yeah. what happens when you drink a lot downtown. You end up on, <laughs> on Instagram clips. That's of, funny. Of El Gordo Mamon. Um, so, dude, September 28th, 9 p.m., the one-year anniversary. What? What's what's... What's good? Is there fireworks? Is there going to be cake? Um, I'm What's trying going to... Down? Balloons, at least? Come on. I've been talking to Rob and uh, Masa for the Rosa, trying to get... You shout some, out for Rob. Yeah. Trying to get a band, maybe. Like, oh, Like, shit. we had that one time where we had comedy downstairs, and the band came up in June, like, when, you know, since Malcolm's coming back, I feel... Yeah. yeah, so trying to get some, like, music upstairs and just trying to have a packed lineup of, like, you know, big-name comedians, you know, especially Malcolm. Um, coming back for you know for a set and uh, yeah just celebrating one year of comedy at, at XL and just you know it'll be I think it'll be a fun night like everybody you know everybody like seems to have a good time and they stay after like the bar is packed until like midnight every time we're there yeah dude like, that's actually a very very good point that you brought up because that shows that people aren't just there for the comedy you know, which would be great for you guys because that's yeah. what you guys want. You know, hell yeah. If mm-hmm. 80 people showed up just to watch a show and then just bounced. Or cool. they come for the comedy and they stay because the venue's dope. Maybe. They yeah, but it, yeah. exactly. Absolutely. Most of the time when the show's done, the top is packed until they're just pushing people out the door. Like, what the fuck are we trying to go home? Mm-hmm. It's late. And yeah, so obviously, so it's, you know, people are enjoying the environment and and that that's what's cool is that it, it really, I'm sure the pub, Loves it or wherever else you would put it on. Loves mm-hmm. that aspect of it. Yeah. It was like, yeah, cool. You guys are, are bringing people and they're staying here. Because we, you know, we've done shows and, you know, Cujo's been in bands and all that. And that's usually, that's, a you know, venues. Dude, if you're doing heavy metal or something and someone lets you use a restaurant, that's awfully nice of them. And then nobody even buys tacos or anything. Yeah. <laughs> that fucking sucks. Um, so yeah, so that that's what's cool about year events that that people do drink during the shows, which sounds weird, but I mean it's a bar and yeah, that's what you do. Mm-hmm. And then they they hang out afterwards. And they, yeah, and we're know. usually up there with them, just hanging out. You know, yeah, you get to talk to the people, and they're like, "You're funny, man." Like you can like spread the word about you know our podcast and like also just upcoming shows, and it's like a chance to connect with the people and like show them that you're like you know a good dude, somebody that they like, so oh they'll keep God. coming back. You can trust working. me. Yeah, they'll keep coming back to the show, you know? (laughs) Go buy a beer, yeah? Yeah, yeah, you can trust me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's funny. That's fucking cool. One year, Bricks and Beer. It's also a great great name. Mm -hmm. It's a a great name. Uh, Bricks and Beer, September 28th, 9 p.m. Again, if you bring cash to our studio, it's only 50 bucks. (laughs) (laughs) No, but yeah, definitely if you go to Eventbrite, right, you could do a kind of donation through Eventbrite or when you're there. When you're there, yeah, we we pass the tip jar around and... um you know, it's like we, a Catholic we, church up in there. We appreciate it. You see we it and you're just like yeah. trying to dodge it. Been yeah. trying to find one on the internet and not been lucky. You know, and then uh, and then you know, also like steal one. <laughs> <laughs> we uh 
you know, we do a thing with Excel where they give us a particular beer to like push that. Oh, night. okay. And so like, you know, buy that beer while you're there too. And, and some of that goes towards us as well. So he, the mystery uh, beer. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Hell yeah. That. All right, dude, we could push people to buy that beer. And then we'll say, whenever the Django falls, take a drink. And then we'll be up there knocking it down every three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And then that would be millionaires. Yeah. Marketing. <laughs> pretty sure that's how the president did it. I'm pretty sure that's so. how he got rich. He went to college and knocked over Jenga and shit. I just had a small loan of a hundred million dollars. It's a million dollars. <laughs> nah, he's knocked over Jenga pieces. That would be my move. <laughs> it's just gold bricks. Yeah. Place Jenga with gold bricks. <laughs> That's too dense. The density would fuck up the floor, bro. Those yeah. would be very heavy bricks. Yeah. Those bouillons. That's how he's so jacked. And shits are like 50 pounds or something. <laughs> oh, oh, man. That weird flex, but all right. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm going to start working out with just gold bars. There you go. <laughs> I'm like, That's it. Like, these weigh 100 pounds each. Yeah, four person. Put, put, put like four in your backpack and just walk no, around. You, it all you, day. you say the worth of it. This is $100 million. <laughs> like, this is a thousand or whatever. Yeah. I got to feel like a million bucks so I work out with a million yeah. bucks. Dude, <laughs> Imagine that Instagram picture. Just like, like Mayweather Co. I'm yeah, pretty yeah. sure Floyd Mayweather <laughs> said that <laughs> shit. That's like word for word. Yeah, my treadmill's made out of gold. Bags made out of <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, dude, all right. Bricks and beer, one year anniversary, September 28th. That's the next one. I mean, so yeah, if you hear about one. this, whatever one's being promoted, that's the one. Yeah. Um, and also Cowboy Rowdy Podcast twice a week. Damn. Cujo, he's make, they're making us look bad. <laughs> once a Tuesday shit. Oh, man. Uh, but yeah, Cowboy Rowdy Podcast. I'm excited. To it's on Spotify. That's cool. Yeah, it's on Spotify. Yeah. It's on Spotify, so I'm going to subscribe there. Everyone's always like, how do I listen? Like, fucking hit subscribe. Yeah, hit that like, follow Like, only button. one comes up, the latest one. Like, hit subscribe. It shows everything. Yeah. It shows all of them. Probably shouldn't talk to our listeners that way. That's probably why we don't get that many listeners. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking idiot. If you can't figure it out, get out of here. It's why, a big purple do button. Why did our downloads go up? Just go to the Instagram. You'll see the link. Yeah. There, there it is. So you guys, is it also at Cowboy Rowdy? Uh, cow, at Cowboy Rowdy Podcast, yeah. At yeah, Cowboy Rowdy. Yeah. All and one word? All one no, word. No crazy ass. No crazy shit. Good. No. Underscores like Mr. No, M. Booth here. And Tony too. <laughs> Well, his uh, is at the end. That would make sense. It, dude. Yeah, <laughs> young bad name. And this is probably gonna <laughs> age me or something, or I, I, I'm gonna sound like ignorant. But what the fuck is Baphomet? Because when I was looking you up, like that's a hashtag. A lot of people use it, and I don't think you're that popular. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Baphomet is like this. Um, it's supposed to be like this in you know to the Christian folk. They're like it's like a demon. It's the thing with the goat head on it. It's like in the, you know. Oh, okay. But, it's got you like know, 666 on the fucking forehead or something. It's, uh, it's, yeah. it's you know, it's completely <laughs> misunderstood. Yeah. That's what that song's about. Uh, oh, Lord, please don't let me be misunderstood. Is it about Baphomet? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> it could be, man. That's a, as long as it works. <laughs> it's open to interpretation. Everything is. Oh, but, yeah. yeah, I just did it, like, to piss people off, honestly. <laughs> this fucking guy. And so, but, yeah, so that's at young Baphomet underscore. Yeah, the underscore is important. Oh, shit. Cujo just followed the fucking yeah, podcast. Right hey. Oh, shit. It's easy to find. Fuck it. Hell, yeah. You heard it's, it from And then, and then actually, right now, all of find. your, like, guys' handles are yeah, listed there. Yeah, they're on there, so, yeah. Yep. You just 
the satan the thing's fucking Real cool quick. it's all buff it's got those nice tits that's right it's got those nice tits why on does it, it got those nice why tits is it, it doesn't <laughs> doesn't even have like Baphomet got the nice no, tits. No, it's like actual Boom. tits. Yeah. It's, yeah it's... I'm about to say that to you now. What's up, young Baphomet? You got them nice tits, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't ever say that again. Uh, you did that to yourself, bro. Oh, what's happening now? Damn. It's supposed to be shit. like the divine femininity or some shit. Oh. But I'm too ignorant to really get into it. Uh, that perky. Yeah. Young, big old titties. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tig old bitties, dude. Young big tits. Uh, Christians are fucking perverted. <laughs> Dude, that's so funny. <laughs> so anyway, Mike Booth again, at underscore M Booth, B-O-O-F. Yeah. Anthony Barrera, at Young Baphomet underscore with them titties. Cowboy Roddy Podcast, Bricks and Beer, one year anniversary. Yeah, I wanted September to say, 28th. if yeah, you want to check else? out anything on Instagram about the show, just go to hashtag Bricks and Beer Comedy Night, all one word. Hell yeah. And we post everything on that yeah, hashtag yeah, get so all you the can pictures. see. Oh, all yeah. the pictures. Yeah. That's yeah. fucking smart right there. Hashtag Bricks and Beer Comedy Night? Yeah, all one word. Hashtag, oh yeah. Fuck it's on, it's on my Instagram, uh, in my bio, you can just click on it. But uh, yeah, it has everything we post from the show. So you can see clips, pics, all the flyers, mm. you know, just kind of the whole thing, so. Any dick pics? No, it's Instagram. not yet, dude. Yeah. <laughs> you can't. But I'm gonna you start would. a. I'm gonna start a, on Twitter. Yeah, start dude, a mail strip. Patreon mail strip show at it's XL. Patreon content. That's the forty dollar a month Patreon, <laughs> yeah. man. Yeah. Do a strip one. show at the XL. Call it Bricks and Dicks. You know, dude. There we go. Great name. Bricks Great name. Bricks and Dicks. Like Chippendales, yeah, you, but you heard it here. You heard it here. Nobody yeah. can steal it. Bricks like, and Dicks stripper night. <laughs> <laughs> Strippers and comedy go hand in hand. Yeah, man. just making people happy, man. <laughs> one one stripper, one what, comedian. Why did you just go Jamaican? I, Tony just Jamaican? fucking right near what the happened, beach. Man. <laughs> Bricks and beer, man. <laughs> Tony smoked <laughs> so much of his bait during this episode. He bit Jamaican. Listen, I used to smoke cigarettes. My lungs were turning black. Now I hit the jewel. My lungs are turning yellow. Is that an Asian joke? No. <laughs> what? The no, what? Because <laughs> it's yellow. <laughs> Or a cold play joke. That was a death joke. Black and yellow, black and yellow. <laughs> Dude, that's your lungs right there, black oh. and yellow. Anyway, <laughs> did we miss anything? No, I think we got it. Yeah, check us out on Instagram and, you know, September 28th, man. Yeah. Come through. September 28th. Again, if you go on the Eventbrite, it's a free show, but if you go on the Eventbrite, you could donate there or you could donate at the show. Yeah. Those donations go, dude. People are driving up from fucking LA to make you laugh in Salinas, dude. In Salinas, yeah, in like Salinas. You, you don't have to go anywhere. We don't have to go to Santa Cruz or anywhere um, else. Just come to it's Old right Town. here, and dude, yeah, and drink some beer. That's what's even cooler as well is that even by drinking beer, you can you help, help donate. Mm -hmm. um, and again, I'm sure when it gets closer or that night, you guys will announce what beer it is. Just choose yeah. a good beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, no, I mean, it's you the get pub, some, you know. It's, the, yeah. it's not like it's gonna be like, oh, the warm Modelo is the one. Well, I mean, we had uh, the Sierra Nevada last night, mm -hmm. and uh, you know, I was yeah. slamming that shit all night. That's right. Walter Good giving it to me, man. Mm -hmm. It was just like drink that, and I'm like, okay, yeah. You can give me beer, you know. I don't even choose it, so yeah. I guess I hope you guys out, Yes. Normally we do like we'll do like the Mai Tai from Alvarado sometimes, and just like they 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 kind of pick it for us. Yeah, yeah, staple man. Like you gotta have that shit. Well, and again, it's the pub. You know, they're not gonna be like, oh, the canned PBR is what you have to buy. Yeah, yeah. They don't have bad beer there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the barley wine that's thirteen percent. That's what you have to. That's what we're doing for everybody. Man, 
buy that shit. Soldier spewing that up after all. <laughs> <laughs> all raspies all night, man. Yeah. That would be fucking insane. Cool. But anyway, Anthony, Mike, thanks for coming on. Thank you. Did man. we miss anything before? No. All right, everybody, go. Cujo, did we miss anything? Nah, nah. You I got anything to bring up? No. Duff man. Yeah, what's up? <laughs> Let's go have a beer. <laughs> that shirt's yeah, looking that 360 King's. with your stomach. Hit man. that King's Den. Going to King's Den? Hell yeah, we'll we're going that, to King's Den after that this. Kings Den. Yeah, I'll have a drink, yeah. Let's sure. go finish this. All right, we're done. Thanks for listening, y'all. <laughs> yeah, A. Hey, man, no one's going to see this. <laughs> we're, all right, we're going across the street. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening, y'all. Yeah, have a good one.